This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today, I want to talk about asking questions, asking for help, and talk a little about the right way and the wrong way to do so. I also have a really cool update that I'm excited to share that came over last night. So really hope you enjoy the content and let's get started. So when I say asking questions the right way, I'm in quite a few groups on social media, mostly related to veterans and entrepreneurship, you know, subjects that I'm familiar with, um, some finance based ones as well. And a lot of the times people First off, they use the anonymous function, which personally drives me absolutely nuts because I I get you don't want your name out there, but there's always an additional question because frankly, you didn't ask the question the right way. And what do I mean? I'll give an example from just this morning. In one of my veterans' entrepreneur groups, somebody asked, is it better to be an S-Corp or an LLC? That's it, by the way. I wanted to leave that pregnant pause there so you understood. That was it. And automatically, there's, there's a couple additional questions that one might have. Putting aside the fact that an LLC can be taxed as an S corp. Like I understand that you can have an LLC or an LLC as an S corp. And I'm going to presume that's what they meant, but what do you do? What kind of revenue are you generating? How long have you owned the business? Are you just starting out? There's a lot of things that need asked. And I guess at this point, there's also a right way to answer a question for, those that shoot back a snarky response that used to be me. So I'm not judging. Um, I know there's the way back machine, but thankfully a lot of the forums that we all frequented in the mid two thousands are probably dead by now. So thank God for being old, I guess. So even with answering the question, if you're not, drawing out the information needed to give a quality answer and you're just typing, that's a dumb question. That puts you pretty close to the same category Um, as a recovered individual that used to do that. It hurts me to say it to some degree, but it's true. So asking the right question so that you can get the best information possible is very important. My coach used to do that with me when I was struggling with my personal side of the house or when I have more detailed questions. You know, he is a producer at a very high level and 
the questions that I'm asking him have eight figures attached to them. A lot of the people that I'm helping in these groups, they're not in that same position where they're looking to handle eight figure questions. They're asking more rudimentary questions, but the thing still exists. And I want to walk through what that sounds like. Hey, I have a question on my business. I want to do A, B, or C. Let's say, in the case of this other one, I want to decide if I should be an LLC or an S-Corp. Now, quick timeout. I'm not giving financial advice in case FINRA ever listens to my podcast. So, continuing. So, what, what's the desired end state here? Well, what do you mean? Well, what's the goal for the business? Because depending on the business, an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, all have different ways that they're treated for taxation. And especially down the road, if we're going to be talking about some mitigation of taxes or um, an exit, there's different strategies that would want to be in place. And there's benefits to different types of companies. So. What's the end state? Oh, I didn't think about that. So there's usually more clarification that can be given to help along the process. Now, what are some of the other questions that, as a consultant, I ask? Like I just did, I'd ask, what's your desired end state? So, hey, great question. What are you trying to do with your business? What? And then allow them to flesh that out. Some other really good questions that are hopefully going to come up during this process for you. Where are you now? What's your current state of the business? And what are the challenges that you're facing? It's better than tell me a little bit more because it's a little bit more direct, but what's... What's the state of the union for your company right now? Is everything pretty dope? I mean, that's great. Then we can really talk about ways to grow, but you know, where, where's the friction? Where's the lack of ease inside of the business and what's causing it? Now, naturally, if you're feeling friction inside of that business, you've probably tired to fix it before. God knows I've tried to fix it before and I've made pretty expensive mistakes trying to have people help me fix it before. So the next question is, what have you done about that? So what have you tried to do to fix the problem? Now, this next question is a little bit presumptive and that's, why did that not work? And I say presumptive because I've had it before. It's like, well, what do you mean? Well, why didn't it work? Well, frankly, if we're having the conversation, that means it didn't work because the problem is still there. I mean, it might've got, you know, incrementally better, but it, it's still there. So pausing, that's what a line of questioning can look like. But if you're question when you're asking somebody for help 
doesn't cover a lot of those things, it's harder to give you that really good golden response that's going to help drive your business forward. And I've wanted to talk about this because I've seen it come up many times. And it's it's not that it's frustrating. That's That's not my intent in saying any of this. But I have a limited window of opportunity to go into, you know, some of these groups where my tribe, as it were, is also on social media. And I want to give the best value that I can to somebody in the couple minutes that I have to do so. And by asking smart questions, you can get the answers that are really going to propel your business forward. And at the end of the day, that's what we're all trying to do is produce, grow, scale. We're trying to create a certain level of certainty or an asset base for ourselves and for our progeny. Like That's why we're doing all of this. So asking a smart question that has context is really going to help to get you the best results. Now, let's say you're not working with a coach consultant or going onto a social media forum. It's also very helpful to do that same exercise for yourself. And I'll normally do this once a week, usually on a Sunday, where I go back through what some of my goals were for the week. And then how did I execute? How'd I do? So last week, I had to work on the corporate structure for an acquisition that we're looking to make and got that done. I had two clients that were prospectively going to be working with me that asked me to reach out to set time to work together. And I did that. By the way, with me, the conversation that I have, it's not one where I'm going to chase down. It's, hey, I know that I can fix the issues that you have. I know that you're not happy where you are. And I know that often we have internal stories that hold us back. There's no shame or guilt in this thing, but I don't have time to chase people down. So send me back the dates that work for you. Here are the dates that I'm available. And that's it. I'm not chasing. Because I respect you enough where if you're that busy, it's cool. No, internally, I know that that's never going to change for you, but it's cool if in the moment that's where you are. You know, hopefully someday we get to fix that for you. But also it's a matter of respecting myself. I've got a lot of people in the hopper that want to work with me. And some of these projects are seven, eight-figure projects. So if now is not the right time to share time and space, it's cool. I have other things that are going to 
provide the outcomes that I'm looking for. It's totally fun. So a couple of other pieces that I needed to look at were funding for a Series A that we're doing, and we did that. So I had a pretty successful week. There's some parts and pieces that I could have done a little bit better. And a lot of that was just related to being dedicated to my structure. So pivoting back to asking the right question, what was your desired end state? What are you looking to fix? Why are you asking the questions? Where are you right now? And what challenges are you facing? What have you done to remedy the problem already? And why didn't that work? Now, the next question that I would ask is how much is it going to cost you to not fix this problem? But in a social media thread, that's not really appropriate. But I use some version of that framework for myself in my business. I try to think of all of those parts and pieces when I ask a question to my mentor, or if I'm in a group and I have a quick question, I'll try to frame it and have those parts and pieces in there so that I can get a quality response back. Because the quality of your question is going to determine the quality of your answer. And I'm glad that we circled back around to that. Now, I've got a really cool update on. August 17th, I'm going to be teaching at the University of Connecticut's Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans, and I'm going to be discussing the idea of acquisition-based entrepreneurship. And this comes from something that I've noticed in many of these groups is, first off, the success rate for a startup business is negligible. And for a business that's established, their success rate at selling is also relatively negligible. So there's a way to marry a new entrepreneur up with those opportunities. It can be really exciting to be able to share that with people. So just wanted to share that. That's really awesome. And if you're a veteran and you're in the Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans program, I'll be looking forward to seeing you. But I'm Mike Demo. You can reach me at growwithdelta.com on LinkedIn. It's Mike Demo on Facebook. It's also Mike Demo. Um, on my website, there's tons of different ways to connect with me. If this episode gave you value, do me a favor and leave a review. Thanks so much.